Hey, the button. Mm, hello, I, I'm so button. excited. I don't know why. I've heard our shows. I too. No, I don't know. I, I love doing our show. I don't like listening to our show. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Is it? Do you do it's it often? Podcast, I, I, listen to, I listen to now. I listened to our last podcast just before um, this. Actually, I was driving, so I well, I listened to like the last half of it. So it was terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was so. awful. I'm like, um, we 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 need to get our mojo back or something there. Because no, no, it it, it was actually no, no, really good. We, we get a we, lot of good, we get a lot of compliments. It's oh. it's surprising the poor taste that people have. Its yeah, standards amazing. are pretty low. Speaking of which, hey, uh, everybody. Let's do that thing. Thanks for tuning in. I should probably start the show since you know you're listening and all. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe. I've said too much. The, I don't know, you guys come up with something this time. My mom running out of ideas of internet radio. <laughs> I don't know. Does, does that play well? Uh, my name is Mike. Since uh, Izzy was talking about getting my uh, mojo back, I figure I'd just phone it in at this point. But uh, <laughs> my name is Mike, and I will be your host this evening on the whatever we're doing here. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Izzy Swan, of all things IzzySwan.com, and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Mojo Free Podcast. Nice. It's good to I, be back. I, I disagree. I think there's a hint of mojo. I don't think it's overwhelming, but I can definitely smell something. Well, just the parts where you guys talk. Is, as long uh, as it's not flagellation. The rest of it's pretty good. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's the flagellation. Oh. Now, okay. By the way, yes. I, before we get started, did you look that up? To get up track. No, I don't want to know that. Flagellation? Um, no, seriously. I'll look uh, it up. But no. No, you can't make it. <laughs> you should look it up for sure. I'm still not looking it up, but uh, I just wanted, before we get to, um, for those of you who uh, have never tried it. Um, Flagellation. Diet cream soda and Jack Daniels might be the greatest thing ever invented. Almost as good as Werner's and ice cream. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but. Uh, it's called a white castle. I try to pay very little attention to things you consume because most of them make me want to throw up. But. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had ginger ale and ice cream. It's it's phenomenal. We call it a beer and ice cream is uh, beer, beer beer milkshakes are incredibly good too, which you wouldn't think. That they sounds would. like I'm in the handicap stall holding on to both rails. They are so yeah. good at the Whitecaps <laughs> at the Whitecaps Stadium in Charleston, South Carolina. They serve them there, and that's the first place I had them, and they are good. Hmm. Interesting. Good, good. Interesting, he said. I, I'm not sure I could hold down my chili dog with something like that going through on the back end. Mm, all right. Are, are we really going into the poopies at three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wind the mojo back. I mean, I'm painfully aware that I think I got us here, but uh, I'm just, you know, might be a bit much. Hey, hey, Mike, so, I uh, want Izzy to tell us about his trials and tribulations to the week because he's on a slight time schedule. And I want him oh, to get oh. it in. So um, i tell you a okay. quick little story. Uh, the owner of Woodland Creek um, Rustic Furniture's name is Rob. And we have a saying, uh, those of us who are um, under the um, the spell of Rob, so to speak, uh, we have a saying, and it's called, you got robbed. So what happened, Rob is a very now kind of guy. He gets an idea, he wants it done now. So he needed some signs for a new, a new store in Tulsa, Oklahoma that they're putting up. 
and he, his graphics designer did a really nice job of doing some graphics for him and he wanted to see the signs now i was supposed to be in south carolina saturday or leaving for south carolina saturday and it's monday night now and i am actually sitting in a rest area just south of bay city recording this podcast at the moment so if you're ever going south on on 75 the first rest area south of bay city the very last parking lot in the car section i'm sitting there right now so if you drive by here you can say hey is he recorded a podcast right here so what you normally do on a monday night Right. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, the the I ended up having to stay through the weekend and put a sign together for Rob for um so they could see it all done and make sure it's what they wanted. And of course, me being me, I'm like, oh, I take a few hours. Well, it ended up being eighteen hours of work to get the whole thing done. So you did. You did. Uh, is I- that the sign that you showed, Mike, where where your relief cutting? Yes, that always takes for friggin' ever. Can I can I bitch for just a second? No, by all means. So I'm set here in a bonus room. Uh, I've got, you know, everything pretty quiet, really nice mic setup, really big Apple computer, uh, sound deadening material around me, uh, pretty comfortable chair. It's there's a lot happening here, right? And then Izzy's in a goddamn rest stop. Welcome to my life. I, <laughs> so, I don't even know. I don't know, but I don't even know. His, his audio is actually really good. Like, yeah, you need to be in. You need to be in rest stops well, more I, frequently. I, I think it, the, uh, there's the 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 muffle thing that they had on this microphone was part of the problem. So I've taken that off so I can actually get it closer to my mouth so you guys can hear me when I because I have a tendency to. Um, there's an inflection in my voice when I'm when I first start talking, it's loud, and then when I if I talk for two or three sentences, it starts to get quieter. Um, the more drunk you get, the more no, it tapers off. Not necessarily, but I, I tend to. Um, when that I start wasn't talking, a no. It's it's a punch. <laughs> that was not a no. No, but there's more of a punch when I start talking, <laughs> and I, I notice that. And when I'm listening back to the podcast, I'm like, okay, I gotta fix this. So the first thing that I man did is was, very introspective. The first <laughs> thing I did was take off the dang the muzzle on this, so I could get the microphone closer to the mouth, and that seems to be working really well. And there's not there's a little bit more pop. It sounds like, but not bad, not enough to you know put it back on. So. No, after I run it through sixteen hundred filters in post production, you won't notice anything. But uh, <laughs> you, you sound good and sultry, sir. I thank do you, you very much. I'm, I'm so glad. Just, this so, should be a pants-free podcast. But anyway, uh, but, uh, while he's in the while he's in the the last stall of fair, the yeah yeah fair work. Now, me and my CNC machine, we were not having a good time this weekend. I got a uh, I did a Jack Daniels serving and tray, it out which lovely. came out. Absolutely unbelievable, by the way. Yeah. Let me just take a few moments to pat myself on the back. But the, um, but and if you have a chance to finish things with lick, uh, lacquer, do that. <laughs> it's it's as high as you can get legally. I mean, it's just one minute you're one minute you're putting your third coat on, and then you realize, oh God, I left the garage door down. And then next thing you know, you're dancing with Andy Gibb on a unicorn, and, and you're not really sure what's happening. And you're like. <laughs> Everything about it's just fantastic. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, finish with lacquer if you have a lacquer's fantastic. But, uh, yeah, my CNC. I miss my unicorn. My CNC. I don't. I don't get even cuts on the on the parts that I'm hogging out, and it's starting to piss me off. So I have to. Uh, you, 
I'm going to take the whole goddamn thing apart one weekend and put it all back together and start over. You don't have to do that. Just grab a square and um, you're out of you're out of trim. It's all square. What's that? Yeah, checked you're out everything. of trim. I checked everything a thousand times. All right, times. then your bit screwed up. Well, okay, okay. Wait, nope. wait, wait. wait. Bit. First off, I can't, can I? Let's not get too right, deep right, in the right, weeds on the CNC. I can give you three things for, to check. The very first thing is what kind of bit we're using. Uh, whatever comes from comes from Inventables, the really short up cut um, or down cut. What is it? Eighth inch? Uh, straight cut. Straight cut. Okay, so that's fine. So double or single? Double. Okay. So check, check to see if one of the tips is broken. Nope. So, so what? Tried what happens minutes. is when you cut that wood, what happens next to it is it gets relieved from the pressure and it kind of pops up. So the next cut you do gets. It, it, it'll actually maze it'll make an area that you've already previously cut kind of rise which means it looks like you went deeper into the board the other thing is uh so when i do that and it is you may do the same thing i do my hogging passes out and i do it all over again like taking like maybe eight or nine maybe even ten thousandths on the very last pass so when it when it takes you beast you take that much wow yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. just that last skim because sometimes those lines can be a good ten thou difference, and by then you can really see the lines. It looks like the bit's gone through it. Well, here's what I did, and again, not to not to bore all you non CNC people out there, but uh, yeah, so I ran I ran three separate passes on this goddamn thing. Um, the second time I ran it, I did I went I dropped another ten thou, ran it through at three times the speed, it still had the exact same problems in the exact same places. So I believe there's got to be something set up with the machine wrong because otherwise it's impossible that it would do that. And then I changed out the bit for a shorter one. It was an upcut bit, but that didn't seem to matter at that point. And then ran it back again and the um, still the uh, almost identical problem. And then I ended up just taking a goddamn chisel and some sandpaper to it. And I was like, all right, the hell with So, but, uh, so yeah, so that was, so me and me and my CNC are going to, we're going to have a long talk. Um, and then it's probably going to be disassembled. <laughs> so it put it all back I mean, it's just, it's how it relief cutting like that's very, very hard and very tedious to do with a very flat bit on a flat surface. It's actually surprisingly mm-hmm. much easier in 3d modeling when you have a tapered round nose in in to get those those details different it's 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 very hard to get a flat surface on wood that has movement on a on a on a spoil board that may not be level on a gantry that may dip a couple of thousands as you go through in the middle somewhere in there Yes, yeah, that's why I think it's a setting because it was there's there's something it shouldn't have the exact same problems in the exact same places because I have the I mean even if the wood moves it's just too much but like I said I don't uh, we won't spend much more time on that because I can already hear everybody going God damn it with this CNC talk because we did 14 minutes on it one day and uh, and we still lost the 14 minutes of garage door opener I just want to go ahead and throw that out I'm there. looking forward to that conversation times, but uh, so uh, two questions but, uh, what is our topic for today. Oh. Um, oh, God! Do we talk about? Well, I think I think let, I just, let's just. I, well, I, think, I just went through last week a, an experience of dealing with um, planers or surface planers, or use as you know the the benefits of a straight blade 
Single speed or dual well, speed? This one is, I don't know, it's, it's completely adjustable. It has a variac, so it can go from very slow to super fast. But um, I was thinking we could talk maybe about the differences between uh, the, the less expensive straight blades, um, dual head, triple heads, as opposed the to helix the helix one? heads. I thought that would be a good topic for today. I definitely think that. Well, actually, there is no downside to a helix. Anyway, now, 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 Mike, there is now, Mike, you, you have another conversation that you'd like to have. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had uh, maybe a couple actually. Um, So I drove to New York not that long ago and uh, took a vacation. I listened to, I don't know, 8,000 different things. And, um, Interestingly enough, I heard something that I thought would make, I mean, it's completely plagiarized and I can't even remember where I heard it, to be honest, but I thought it would make an interesting conversation here because when I first heard it, I was like, wow, that's actually pretty profound. Um, so I wasn't sure if you guys were interested in like, nope, no profanity, I don't know, please. stupid jokes. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are interested in like stupid jokes podcast or maybe something a little bit more, uh, you know, to the head, but uh Whatever, whatever. I, I mean, this is basically just you know, kind of what I heard, and I figured I'd regurgitate it on here, pretend that uh, you know it was my own idea, even though it isn't. Okay. Does so, it involve balancing if, cheeseburgers if on the end of members? That's a that's a Patreon special. We'll talk more about that <laughs> later on. So, um, well, hit me with your deep thoughts. But uh, well, here's so I was listening to a guy. He's talking, and he was talking about his relationship with time. And I, when I when I heard him say that, I remember thinking, "What?" Like that when he because because when he first said it, he didn't say much more than that, and it didn't make a lot of sense. And it took him a little while to explain it. But then he said something that he was like, "My relationship with time had to change because there were just things in my life that didn't move the needle, so I had to kind of refigure things out." And he had sort of these three these three Fs basically. So. <laughs> And, and I kind of think about this just because, you know, the older I get, I mean, time is the only thing that, you know, it's the only commodity that I really have that I just don't know how much more of it I'm, I get. But it, all of it seems to be a little bit more precious every day, you know. Um, and I'm only in my early 40s, so, I, you know, I don't plan to so die anytime old. soon. But you still start to think about this, though, right? Um, but, yeah, so he said that, you know, time, when he looks at time and how he's going to spend time, um, the idea was it had to move the needle in one of three places, and that was either family, friends, you kind of consider those the same, uh, fitness or finance. So family, fitness, or finance. So if what he was spending his time on, was it going to move the needle in one of those three areas? And if it wasn't, he just flat out got rid of it. And he was just, you know, he started talking a little bit more about sort of how, you know, he spent that, he would spend his time just wiser and more focused and he wouldn't waste as much time. And then he talked about a couple other things, but I thought that was a very interesting concept and idea because that, that's something I, 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 I give up time a little bit too freely, I think with some folks, um, not necessarily that they're not deserving or that, you know, I'm something special or my time should be better rationed, but, um, but the idea that, you know, you would focus what time you have on, on you know, very specific things and just make some rules where you kind of just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm just not going to spend time on these things outside of this. I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. I wanted to get an idea of how you guys felt about uh, it. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's missing, a, missing the boat <laughs> completely. <sighs> 
It's not my idea, so I'm not here to defend it. I I I I understand it. It sounds profound, but honestly, when you start looking at the bit larger picture of life, you have to find. You know, there's there's a lot more to it than just those the three F's. Um, You know, you have to take time to relax, take time for entertainment, take time for you know um, filling the mind. You know, it's like you have to feed the mind, or the mind goes dull. well, and actually, he so and, and you know to be more articulate on his point, he was uh, he actually thinks like entertainment that type of thing is is fitness. They you know well being is essentially so, um, you know spending time where he actually said he's like I spend I have two hours a day that are completely and totally just for me. I can either waste that time or I can see a movie or I can watch basketball or I can, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and I don't feel bad spending that time because, you know, in 24 hours, I only give myself two. So, you know, if I want to completely piss that time away and just sit and stare at the wall, it doesn't bother me. But if I want to read a book or if I want to do whatever, you know, he said, I, I have this time every single day I schedule for myself. And he considered that, you know, that's part of fitness is fitness being well-being for him. But, you know, that makes more sense. But, you know, I mean, when you when you say, you know, fitness, finance or family, that kind of pigeonholes a whole lot of stuff. So. Yeah. And he was very kind of, you know, this very sort of. um, And again, I'm butchering all this and I really should go back and find where this came from so that people can listen to it. But I mean, it was a. uh, I just thought that I thought that was a very interesting idea because, you know, I I do give time away sort of freely to particularly a lot of folks who just flat out don't deserve yeah, it. Yeah, he's totally missing um, the other three Fs. You know, fishing, flagellation, and I can't <laughs> say the last one out loud, but <laughs> So yes. So time is always for me at least is very interesting. I'm I don't know how to deal with time. Like I, I literally every day I think about time and I think about the things I'm doing and I'm not sure. And I'm sure I could be more efficient at certain things, but there are also other things I'm very efficient at because I've thought a lot about them. I don't make a trip through the shop, through the house without taking something with me. I, and I'm, I, I know this is more laziness than anything. If I'm walking no, 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 it's it's true because if I'm if I'm walking to go to the John, even if I'm in the middle of a show or something, I will go by way of the kitchen or something. I will take plates, forks, dinner stuff, clean off the table on the way to doing whatever I'm doing because I'm already up and running those things. So I'm really efficient in that stuff. The stuff I do for work, I have now. I have people that for the most part do the physical things of work. So I've been relieved of those responsibilities because I've put in place certain things. Uh, I have other sets of responsibilities now that, that are indisputable. I can't make those any shorter where I look at those is in between all those times, I have my family time and I have the time that I'm working in my mind about things and there are times that I am creatively relaxing so I can think of ideas or or better solutions to things because that's I'm kind of in a think tank mode. I don't know how to else explain that. And so every day I look at those things, not every day, but throughout the day, I think about how I manage that time and if I could do it any better for the same reason that I think about what I can do 
on my way to the john to make it easier so i don't have to do those things later almost like an i really do believe that lazy people have some amazing advantages if they're good at being lazy because they can think of things ahead of time to lessen the load later so i i honestly don't have any particular secrets in this i think i'm terrible at time management however it works for me and i haven't found i can i can i do you know how people say i find inspiration when i'm you know up against the wall and that's the time everything hits and i work like a madman and i can get it done that's exactly the opposite of what comes to me nothing i've ever done where my time is up against the wall where i've like huge deadlines has been worth a shit i am stressed i'm terrible nothing good comes out of that situation i may get it done i may get it done to somebody else's standards but i didn't get it done to my standards and then you hate exactly. yourself for doing it <laughs> and then i'm and well, then i'm and stressed actually, before and after those things because oftentimes those things are physical objects for me mm-hmm. well you, you have a product that that very often comes from your sort of trade of time right and that's uh see one of the ways that that translated to me almost immediately when i got back from vacation um i get to work i'm a, I'm a manager and it uh what i do i'm the i'm the boss so that's is that very clear <laughs> what i just said um <laughs> and the douchebag bell went off in the background ding, ding, ding. but um so i get to work usually about eight uh, somewhere between eight and eight fifteen, depending on traffic every day and then I'm usually usually by about six o'clock. I've done all I need to do, right? Um, but I always hang out there for another hour just in case. Like I'm just I just kind of hanging around, you know, another forty five minutes, you know, and then I leave there at seven, get home. Typically, because I have a forty to forty five minute commute, um, you know, typically get home about you know just before eight o'clock. And when I got back from vacation, I just said I'm not staying here past six. Unless there's absolutely something I've scheduled that needs to be done that only I can do, but there, you know, just just being there for the sake of being there and, and sort of spending that extra time for absolutely no reason, like that one that extra forty five minutes to an hour, I just decided it it's not okay for me to spend that time, you know, particularly for what I'm trading it for because there there is absolutely no reason for me to be there so most of why, the time. But I just I'm there because so, I feel okay, like I need to. But be, what is you know, that? Okay, like, so. I've been in situations, especially corporate situations, where people expect you to be there when things blow up. Is that kind of how it's been? Like, like things blew up and you're like, oh, I should have been there early on in your career. And like, okay, so this is now my gig. I need to stick around to make sure the last ember of that fire is put out. Well, it's, I mean, for me, it, it, there's, so there was sort of a self-realization of it, like, I'm not that important, right? I mean, I want to be, and I believe I am, and I'm sure that you know there are people around me that think my presence matters, um, and and I hope that's the case because otherwise they don't need me, and why do I have a job? Um, and and no one ever wants that, and and I'm really good at what I do, um, you know. And the douchebag bell goes off again, but uh, I mean, I there is nothing I can't handle from a cell phone with a computer anywhere on the planet, right? So just me being there was just a matter of me being self-important, right? Like I just, if that's even a word, but like I, I, I have to be here in case what, like I'm just like, I'm a fireman waiting you know, with my hose just waiting on standby. And that time is 
that time is it it's not just wasted it's traded you know what i mean like that's it 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 doesn't move the needle for anything it's not making me more money it's not making the people on my team more successful it's not it it's literally just me wasting the time just because no reason i can think of all right so it's just in in that in the first day i got back from vacation i after listening to that i was sat there and it was it's about 6:15 and i go what in the am i doing here like i i'm i'm literally wasting this time like it's just I'm waiting for something bad to happen that I can fix from anywhere. I'm just hanging out just because I feel like I need to be. And it's and do you feel better about that now? I do. I mean, there there have been days when I've had to be there a little bit later, but there were things that needed my attention or people I had to be, you know, I had to interact with at certain times. But I mean, now I get home, the sun's still out most of the time, you know, my Kids haven't gone to bed. <laughs> you know, it's like, because walking in the door at eight o'clock when you left at seven o'clock in the morning is, I mean, that's a long goddamn day. You know what I mean? And it's like, and there's a lot that kind of passes by while I'm off pretending I'm important and I need to be there. I think that's fair. I mean, I mean, did you find and that you were anxious? And, and I want a better relationship. No, no, I just, I, I want a better relationship with time, you know, and, and that of all the things he said in that, that, that one statement was vi- was probably the most profound part of that whole thing for me is my, I don't have a relationship with time. Like I just, you know, and that sounds ridiculous, but I mean, for people that understand what I'm talking about, like that's, I just don't have a relationship with time. I don't have this, you know, we work together kind of thing. Like I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not part of that process Can I make of time. A, it, can I, it's very I'm, Izzy, I'm going to include you on this more so than myself because what you do is 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 I'm going to say the word scattered, but it's it is less. Uh, it's less. My time is slightly more regimented, but I think I think Mike, you actually have it really easy. Like like for, if you're going to do modifications like that, for you who have a fairly set schedule, you have a list of responsibilities. There are people above you and below you that make decisions. Um, and then you make your decisions. Um, I think, I think that's actually a, I think it's a good thing to look at that time. B, I think it's a relatively easy thing to do and where, and I think for Izzy and correct me if I'm wrong at any point, Izzy, uh, I think for where we're at and especially Izzy, where there are multiple projects and sometimes those locations change, oftentimes the deadlines change. The requirements of the projects change, um, though, trying to get a bite into that time sandwich where you can, where you can actually, you know, do those things mean sometimes, and at least it feels for me that I waste a lot of time in those situations because a lot of it's a la carte a lot of it's not a set schedule my schedule is never nine to five um today i actually slept in before everybody was was here um because i could i knew what the day was planned out i had already made plans to do some things so i took that time for myself um other times i'm up at 6 30 in the morning getting a handle on what needs to be done um, or we have different size projects or something else comes through. There's quantities, whatever that is. But I, I think, I think that the time, the, the reclaiming of time 
for you is is actually yeah i know oh, i can hear right. i can hear too are, are we gonna get a lawsuit for, from uh, we're gonna we're gonna owe him patreon right. money so so Oh, wait, it, we it, pay him Patreon money. Kiss my is, ass, Tim. It, shut it, Izzy, is that, would you say I'm more or less correct? Um, I, hmm. <laughs> I have a very unique lifestyle and uh, it's, I'm, I, I always, I don't know. I always figure if I, wherever I am, I'm there because I want to be there. So I don't think about time like you guys do other than, now that being said, I'm a, extremely um, I covet my time I mean I think most people who know me well know know that very like if I don't value you I will not spend time with you because I it's a waste like, I don't I don't know how the house to put that sound like a complete shit we get an hour I, out of him every what, week what kind of, what, yeah what kind of standards do you hold is he <laughs> yeah, right, of, right? He's, he's um, be a piece of shit not to have your time apparently <laughs> <laughs> no i um, you know and i do must things. have ripped a baby in the last 24 right. hours <laughs> and part of what i do professionally is i show people how to um to minimize the amount of time it takes to accomplish certain tasks and um you know, that's just part of managing movement and, and managing, um, you know, where materials come from, how you handle those materials. So, I mean, my, a lot of my life and what I do is all about managing time. But for me, for me specifically, I think less about that in, on a personal level um, because I've always, and I'm lucky, I'm very fortunate to do what I love doing. And I've always just done whatever I, what I want to do. And, uh, so I don't have the I don't have the same perhaps the same perception of time as some as some like maybe you or Mike do, um, you know, where it's hot, you know, the way you perceive it or something. I, mean, I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, I, don't, I actually understand what you're saying, because I have a very regimented life in that way. I don't I don't I, I don't have the flexibility because I work for, the, you know, quote unquote, the man. Right. You are um, the man. So I don't. Boss. <laughs> That's goddamn right. But no, so I mean, I don't, um, you know, things for me are, are different in that respect where you guys are, you know, you guys are sort of the, the thing. Now you have, you know, greater responsibilities than, than I do. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't in, go in there at all. Regards. Uh, no, I don't think that's unfair to say. Um, I, I think that, I think that uh, particularly you, Izzy, I mean, you, you, you know, not to sound like a, you know, that douchebag bell is going to bring people's ears right out, but I, you know, you, you basically oversee kind of like an empire, you know, I mean, it's the, there's, you know, you have the, the media and the consulting and you get buildings and you get, you know, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that you got going on. Um, you know, I mean, so you, you, your landscape looks a lot different than mine and, and, you know, you probably cast a sort of a much more open field than I do as far as that's concerned. So I don't think it's unfair to say that, you, know, you probably have a greater responsibility in, in a lot of aspects. Yeah, empire of dirt. <laughs> well, I, I mean, honestly, I, I can go into work tomorrow and sit and stare at my computer and completely phone it in. And, you know, my check doesn't change. Right. You know, I, there may be some things that get pushed back till tomorrow. But, you know, I mean, that, that you and Joel don't really have that that capability or, you know, that I mean, no one's paying you to sit there and stare at the yeah. wall. You know what I mean? It's now you, you so. Yeah, I mean, I can't stare at the wall for long. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's there, a, there, people will people, actually care. People are going to have questions, right. you know. And I mean, and, and you know, my 
My, like I said, I mean, the thing, you know, listening to this, people are going to think, oh my God, this guy gets paid to do nothing all day. I mean, my responsibilities are still pretty, um, there's still a lot I have to do on any given day, but I mean, there are days when I can just phone it in and, you know, be completely okay. Yeah, nobody and is actually thinking, the benefits of- they, we all have jobs. We, we can all literally phone it in. Oh, yeah. Now there's always, you know, there's always consequences to those things. Yeah. And in your consequences are, are greater than mine in that, that aspect. Cause I don't. I mean, my day just goes on. I mean, there's, you know, where if you know if you guys drag your feet, you know, Joel, in your case, you've got employees and all this other stuff. Izzy, you got ten thousand people waiting on God knows what from you, you know. So it's like, I don't, I, you know. So, in, in in that regard, I mean, you know, my relationship with time is it, it's different in that there is a set like, okay, here's what I have to do. Um, and, you know, I mean, being completely honest, I mean, I, I don't do what I love. I mean, I, I enjoy what I do. Um, I, you know, and, and as far as my life is concerned, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty good at my job. I enjoy what I do. I love the people I work with. Um, you know, we, we have a very good relationship. Um, you know, the business is, is good some days, not great some others, but um, I, I'm not I'm not one of those guys chasing dreams. You know, I'm, I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm kind of relegated to this because it's how I figured out how to feed my family. You know, I mean, that's, and, and honestly, I don't know what I'd love to do. Um, you know, if somebody said, hey, what's your dream job? I'm not sure I could name that off right now. So I don't even know how to follow that. Dream. Cheeseburger balancer. Um, I, I, always, yes. I always ask, you know, people that are, you know, semi-professionals or, or people that have established themselves. I said, so what do you want to do when you grow up? Because it's it's funny because a lot of times our jobs turn into something that we don't necessarily we're good at. We have a passion for, but it's not necessarily the thing that you ever. Nobody said when you're eight years old, "Gee, I'd like to be, you know, accountant or a aircraft mechanic or a, a, a street sweeper or a mid level CEO." You know, at a, a company. You know, nobody. Like you want to do things that are exciting, like firefighting and policemen, and I want to join the army, you know, whatever those things are. And so I want to be the palette disassembler for Byron Rat Studios. Is that, could is be that a thing? thing? I, I would highly off? doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. but so, so, so all the, all the corn dogs all the corn you can dogs. eat. Is that the only thing? So the, so the funny thing is uh, even in, even in, businesses that you create you are doing a lot of jobs that you never wanted to do i know more about internet advertising than uh, any 10 people do because i've done it for so long in what those quirks are i know more about accounting than i ever wanted to know or tax law or shipping structures or ninety thousand things i just i want to go on the bandsaw and create little, you know, reindeer because that looks like fun. And that's not my job anymore because I've decided that this is my thing and this is what I want to do. So there's no, when you say, and I, and I appreciate that you say that you're not doing the thing you love, you're good at what you do and, and you enjoy what you do, but it's not the thing you love. I'm not sure there's, I don't, I don't know of any job that is a job that you're describing. I think there are certain aspects of jobs that you love and that you absolutely adore. And I think that's about 10% of it. I I think when you're really good at things, that's like the 10%. 
of what you do. And then there's the 80, 90% that you do to support that 10%. And I think that's, I think if there was any real definition of a dream job, it's when you get to do that 10%, when you don't have that 10%, you're just doing the things you're good at. When it's a hundred percent of the things you're good at, maybe it's working for somebody else. Maybe it's in a different career field than you want to be in. If you can't get that 10% where you get to do the thing you love, um, that's when you can say that maybe I don't have my dream job. Yes. And I I would just say to that, I mean, so, you know, take me for instance, right. Just because I know me best. So does Um, everybody else. uh, Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, But I I would just say this. So, you know, for me, um, I, there are things about my job. I mean, if, if you were to sit there and actually quantify my life, you know, like in terms of, you know, my work and stuff, what I have is probably about as close to a dream job as, as, as would exist. I mean, um, it, you know, I've been doing it long enough that I'm allowed to take it for granted. And I think that, you know, you, you like some of these things just become sort of habitual and, and you know, you, you, you know, it's the old thing. You don't realize what you got until it's gone. And, and that's kind of, um, you know, when people have their dream job, they don't realize it's their dream job until they don't have their dream job right. anymore, right? So, I mean, I get paid really good money. Um, like I said, I, I really, really enjoy the people I work with. Uh, the business we do is a good one. You know, I mean, we're not we're not robbing people. You're getting we're people not, into you know, their first homes. That's got to be awesome. I mean, even even that. I mean, it's you know, we we provide a service that people need and. Um, you know, so I mean, all in all, if you were to quantify my job, I mean, it, it's it would be fair to say it's a great job, right? But just it, you know, is it is it doing? Um, you know, I mean, it, 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 would it be doing woodworking for you know disabled children? You know, that, like that, you know, that type of thing where you get like this, you're doing the thing you really enjoy doing, and it's got this fulfillment, and you know, you can find a way to make a living. Um, you know, it's not that, right? But at the same time, I mean, it's still ideal. Um, but I mean that, and I and I say that you know just because, you know, when I look at guys like you know you and Izzy, I, we've talked enough to know that you know you guys enjoy what you do, but you know the back end of being self employed just sucks all the balls, oh. right? I mean, it's just there's just there's just so much you know I've, stuff. I've known, that, like, I've, I you know, was just thinking I know more people that have gone back to work for other people that have have started their own business than have actually started their own business. Like I have met them throughout their lives and maybe I met them a time period where they had their thing and then they stopped doing their thing to go work for somebody else. I honestly, Oh, I heard you. I heard you barking. Izzy. <laughs> that one, that oh, one caught yeah. you, didn't it? <laughs> I get pretty hot about that. Now with the new tax laws um, coming into play for whether it's digital or consumer goods i mean it's just another giant headache that we have to deal with you know i mean when you want to run a small business oh yeah a small business your worst enemy is your very own government i mean they make it so difficult there are a lot of hurdles you know and it's it's easy if you don't you know and i'm not good at this stuff i dealt i i couldn't if i had to sit down and do all the stuff myself forget about it i would be flipping you know mcdonald's burgers um and y'all know or in prison for tax evasion (laughs) (laughs) no i'd I'd forever i'd move to venezuela or something um Oh, it's so good. There. You know, it's uh, yeah, no extradition treaties either. Just FYI, in case anybody's out there listening. Uh, 
Is that where they do the waxing? Or the, no, that's Brazil. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> no, Venezuela is where they have a massive economic depression right now. Yeah, and it's it's not a lot. Oh. It's not a lot of fun right now. That's for sure. Um, no, but it's it you know it's one of those things where um, you know it, it's 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 mind boggling the amount of BS that you have to deal with when you're trying to you know own a small business, especially when you start talking about having, you know, 15, you know, you go from the one to two employees up to the five to 10 employees. It's a whole different ball game. You get over 40 employees. You're in a, a 41. Now, I guess it's in Michigan when you required to have health insurance for everybody. It's, it's nuts. It's absolutely incredibly difficult. And, um, especially when you're competing in a products world where you have, overseas competition that can with super cheap labor and you know it all kinds of incentives to ship stuff over here uh, and then try and compete in that market it's it's incredibly difficult i mean it's insane that's why so many companies it's one of the reasons why i get hired is to go in and help these companies reduce their costs so they can sell things cheaper so they can compete um it's nuts you know we're, we're in a it's got to be insanely hard to employ 41 people <laughs> I'm just thinking about because I have, I mean, currently, I mean, our, my office, we, we run a mortgage operation. There's probably a hundred folks in there, but I mean, like if I were just to open a mortgage company, I could probably do it with five, maybe six, you know, you got to complete everything. But I mean, we wouldn't do the type of volume we do currently. And half of those people would be like you say, Izzy, for, you know, government and compliance and all that other stuff. Cause that's, you know, you go out of business in a heartbeat for getting that shit wrong in my business. But, right. Um, yeah. You're, you're, you have they, a very stringent business. Um, oh, you don't know shit. I, I get every year I have to do, 48 hours of continuing education, submit background checks and fingerprints to the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, I was going to say, why? Because you're uh, going to like... Literally, we do them every year or every... I think it's every five now, but I mean, every... We submit them every year when we renew. They do my credit. They do, I mean, all these things every year. Not like... Not like once when you apply and every every single year they check my fingerprints, they check my background, they check my credit, and I have to do continuing education to give you a mortgage. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a lot. So well, I, I, crazy. I think I think time for so time for a small business owner is is slightly different because it, it kind of or at least at least what I know of is that it's very hard to shut it off. Even when you get good at it, even when things settle in, because in the beginning, it's just it's 20 hours. You you dream about stuff. I actually I actually dreamed last night that I had forgotten to pay my mortgage. And that's all part of it because, you know, it's all our product is what we do. So I don't I don't work for that. Yeah, company that's, yeah I know. I know. But <laughs> but I'm saying that's <laughs> that's the off. funny thing is you you look at those. <clears throat> your original question was time. And it's in Izzy's talked about the requirements that society puts on you, spe- specifically governmental requirements. So it's 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 very hard to find. The the opposite side of things is, is where do you shave the time to save the time? Oh, right? uh, sorry. <laughs> I was going like, to say under. under. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it, it's, um, first of all, you have to be pretty thick skinned and hard headed. And, you, you know, uh, when you're in, when you're self-employed or when you employ others or 
you're in your business, there is a lot of stress that comes along with that. And if you're not good with dealing with that kind of stuff, don't do it. Um, especially, and I mean, I'm sure Joel can tell you, there's, you know, there's times where, especially when you're starting out and you're first getting going, you, you don't know where, where the next meal's coming from, or let alone like you're, you're freaking out about payroll two weeks from now. You don't know if you're going to make it, you know, you're like, am I gonna have to lay people off? What's going on? Uh, if I don't get some sales, if, you know, there's all these things and it's not just those one or two or three things, there's 40 things going on all the time. And if you don't know how to deal with that kind of stuff, stay out of being self-employed. You know, it's one thing to be yourself, a guy in a shop by yourself, making one-off custom pieces or doing that. That's a little different. You still have a lot of headaches from procurement, tax laws, staying on top of, you know, if you're saving enough to pay the taxes quarterly or yearly, however you do it. I mean, there's still a lot to stay on top of, but when you start stepping out of that into a little bit larger spectrum or, you know, employees, it, it, it becomes tenfold and it's a nightmare. So I, I don't do it. I mean, I couldn't do it even if I wanted to. I'm not capable of it. Um, I have to hire it done because I'm literally, I know, I, I know myself well, and I know there's no way it would ever happen if I didn't hire it. So then I really don't want to go to prison for ta- tax evasion. So, well, it's uh, it, it, you know, I was I was getting when Joel was talking, I was going to ask him when he's talking about time. I was I was going to say do, now, do you mean business or personal? But I guess you know, with you guys, there really isn't any delineation between nope. the two, it's, right? It's really very isn't. hard to be, because even when I'm sitting down on the couch, supposedly relaxing, like my wife, I'll tell you what I do. It, one thing that helps me is is uh, I will pick. Margot and I will pick something that is completely benign or, or, or not like sometimes I want to look at just dumb stuff. Like we'll turn on Andy Griffith, right? Because it's. What year is this? When it was made or just like it's a. No, currently Andy Griffith is done. No, we have Netflix. I don't have any TV. But but so that's what I'm saying. Like we we literally sit there and just enjoy something for the simplicity of it. If even if the even if the entertainment gets too serious and dramatic, or or you, you're kind of cringing at things, you're like, what the? I get enough of this in my life. It literally, you start simplifying things. You're, she'll be like, where do you want to eat? And I'll be like, baby, I I have made four hundred decisions today that may affect us for 50 years. Get us a goddamn pizza. (laughs) Order whatever you think we should have. Right. Because, because it gets that way. And, and that's where, and it's very hard to shut off tonight. I've been working with other things in, in the background of doing stuff like eating dinner and stuff like that. I'm thinking about what needs to happen tomorrow. Um, I'm thinking about orders that are coming in the orders that should be coming in, but because it's summertime, you know, I get to twiddle my thumb and look at a very low bank balance and that's always exciting. And so it's, it's a matter of sometimes the time isn't there. Sometimes the time is there, but you're still working, even though you're supposed to be doing something else. That's in literally when we had the conversation about having, having a vacation time, um, that's, that's kind of how I I get guilty about walking away from things and, and not focusing on the things I know are super important. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but down the road, those things are going to become important and you'll never see it. It just has to happen. 
Mm. Right. So it's, it's, it's often funny for people to, because I, I get envious of people that can walk into a job eight o'clock in the morning, walk out of the same job, five, six o'clock at night. And the job starts, shut it right off and the job stops. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't, that doesn't happen. I'm not, and I, I'm thankful for everything we have and I'm excited to be doing what we do, but there are some serious consequences in time in, in mental state. When you have, uh, I have, I have four employees. I have a wife. I have two children. I have myself. I have the assets. The family has accrued you know, houses and cars and things like that. I have people. Don't forget the podcast and the podcast. Um, yeah, we have to, we have to itemize. That's right. <laughs> and, and so all those things depend on me not flaking out. Like all of it depends on that. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's a burden that you carry and, and you do it and you are confident in it right up until things don't work. And, and that's fine. And that's just something you're just going to have to, if you want to do this stuff, if you want to be that full-time, you know, you, the person that is the value of, of, of your life where you're not getting a paycheck, where it is what you do that, where, where, what you, what you hunt is what you eat. Then that's just something you end up living with. And so time is just, an insane valuable resource mm-hmm. well Back one other to, part uh, of that like, that's, and, and again you know i made a statement earlier that sounded kind of dickish but it really wasn't if i don't value you i will not spend time with you period so you i don't think that's, that was dickish at all i thought it was you know that's um that's in so pretty reasonable if, you know if, if i what time we have you know when you look at the grand scheme of things there's not a whole lot of time on this planet to do whatever it is we do you know and believe me i would be perfectly okay not doing anything and going fishing and you know shooting a deer for my food and and i would be fine with that but i made the choice to be a family i made the choice to be a father and i have a lot of kids and i'm uh, yeah you I, do thereby you have time. all the kids <laughs> so i built you know i built i have built in responsibility now by choice and uh, so i no longer have that but i also have the fortunate um lifestyle to do exactly what i love and i'm i mean it, there's I, I i'm very very grateful that for that fact that i because i'm not the kind of i don't have the type of personality who can do anything but what i love to do if i don't like something trust me i'm not doing it I, I know I, I've seen myself do it. So, you know, um, I remember I walked into a job as a youngster and it was a cardboard factory where they were punching out cardboard, you know, shipping boxes, like little ones. And you had to take them off the assembly line and fold them up and, you know, put them on a big pallet and they would ship them off. I don't know why they didn't flat pack them, but hey, that was their thing. Um, I, I did that for 17 minutes before I walked off the job. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's enough you know, of this shit. I'm not you know, doing this. You know, uh, it, and it's not the first time. I mean, I did a temp service when I was in college because I wasn't finding anything down in Arizona. And I, I went in and they put me, they, they sent me to some job where I was a, a, like a wheat processing factory or whatever. And I was supposed to be an operator, you know, an operator running one of the machines. Well, when I got there, the machine was a lever. So you, you'd put this bag and you'd pull this lever, fill it up, close the bag up and set it aside. That was the job. I lasted 18 minutes doing that. So, 
Oh, I just won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and that's and and the other thing that he talked about, and this was actually, I always I kind of battle with this because um, he was talking about he had some guy come live with him. This guy in this show that you guys should probably listen to if I can remember what it was. But um, this is one of those things where like YouTube playlists started going in the background, and you know I was in the car, so I wasn't watching them. I just heard voices. Um, I often hear voices. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I don't know. Am I actually listening to this? Can other people hear this or is this just happening to me? Um, but he talked about, he says, you know, he had this guy come stay with him. And um, this dude that he had stay with him, like, trains for these, like, 200-mile runs. And he's, he's just one of these insane human beings. And the first day, he told him, he said, you know what? Every day for 30 days, we're going to do something that sucks. And, you know, just a way to kind of push yourself and figure out, you know, like what boundaries are self-imposed, you know, and their first day they go to the gym and he's like, all right, do pull-ups. And the guy gets on the bar and he starts doing pull-ups and he gets, you know, whatever, 10, 15 in, uh, you know, and he's, he's in reasonably good shape, but he drops off the bar and he's like, all right, that's, you know, what else? And he's like, you're going to do a hundred. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, you're going to do a hundred. And he's like, I can't, I can't do a hundred. He goes, okay, well, at least we know who you brought here today. You know, and he's like, I don't understand. He's like, you, you've just decided you can't do it. So you're done. He's like, so, you know, if that's all this is, then, you know, we're just finished. He's like, get your ass on that goddamn bar and do a hundred. And he's like, uh, and you know, it might've taken him half the day, but he'd end up getting a hundred done. You know, it's just, and one of the things that, you know, I always kind of wrestle with is you're, you're capable of way more than you even think is possible. But then like, at what point do you spend the energy on things? You know, again, it kind of comes back to that relationship with time is, I mean, I could do a hundred pull-ups if you gave me like the next week to do them, right? <laughs> like um, <laughs> count them out, bitch, and get a sandwich. Cause we're going all in, but it's like, you know, at what point, do you say, okay, well, it's just not worth doing a hundred pull-ups is, you know, and, and whatever your hundred pull-ups is, right. I mean, it's, yes, I can. And, and I, you know, if I, if I take the word no out, I can probably accomplish damn near anything, but you know, at what point does that energy expenditure, like, when does it matter? When does it not matter? Um, you know, and that's, that's why having sort of a framework for, for that, you know, time for me was, was very interesting because, the, that thought of does it move the needle? Does the time I whatever when I spend this time I'm trading it for something? What am I trading it for? Does that matter to me? Does it matter to the people in my life? And and really kind of thinking about time in that regard, um, it, it, it you know I don't want to say look this is life changing and you know oh my god I'm the CEO of a Fortune 500 company now but um, but it's like having that kind of mentality of you know. Yes, I can give you a hundred pull-ups, right? But then at the same time, like, what, what do I benefit from that? And you know, and this guy it was sort of a mental challenge, and he was kind of figuring out like, how can I improve? You know, what what barriers do I kind of impose for myself? And he's self-employed, so he wanted to know, you know, how many times am I just telling myself no when the answer is actually yes? You know, and, and that was really kind of an exercise for him that made him more successful. So that time spent for him was really good. But you know, like for me, you know, what what do, what do I benefit from? you know, what can I get? And then am I smart enough to know when I do X, Y, and Z, you know, can I, can I walk through the results? Can I, can I kind of process what this actually means long-term? And and that's, you know, I don't know if anybody ever really figures that out. It's something that I, you know, I spent a lot of time with and I don't know if I've gotten very far with it in 40 plus years. So, 
Um, but that was, I just thought, I thought it was a very interesting discussion and the idea that, uh, you know, you kind of, you kind of hamstring yourself mentally most of the time. Um, you know, I thought, cause I know everybody that the number of people I know that could be 10% better, 20% better, 50% better by just a relatively small expenditure of effort is, I mean, there's just so many people that I know like that, um, you know, and then, you know, the number of people I know that spend a lot of time and energy on things that, that aren't going to make them 10% better, uh, you know, that, I mean, who, who doesn't know people like that? You know what I mean? So it's, where do you find that balance and, and, you know, where does that, where does that come from and how do you apply that to yourself? And that's, I've been trying to spend, you know, a bunch of time on that, you know, just kind of thinking, cause I've given myself, you know, basically just an hour a day where I, you know, I might listen to books on tape. I might, sit and meditate. I might think I might do whatever, you know, but I've given myself sort of that time. And this is kind of the stuff I've been thinking about. <laughs> so, so, um, can I, yeah, I'll I enter. I would go ahead. Izzy. I, I, I have a, no, I'll, a I'll wait till you're done. I'll wait till you're done. Go ahead. So, so I, we, weird thing, uh, about very successful people. Um, and because this is, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about utilizing your time to be successful, whatever your, your, your level, whatever that end goal is. Or you measure that. Right. So the people who you look at who mythically, you look like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, you know, um, you know, those, those people that Walt Disney, whoever that is that have built these things, they are exactly the same as you. They have made decisions to put them in places to make bigger and better decisions or worse, by the way, you know, of probably 10,000, you, you probably don't know of 10,000 people that made the wrong decisions. So part of this is luck. Part of this is making decisions based on a drive. And part of this is getting the decisions right based well, on that plus luck. You know, part of it is recognizing opportunity when opportunity well, knocks. Right. So, so, so the dirty little secret about those things are, is that if you want to be successful at something, you have to set a goal at what you want to do. And then you have to either do it or don't. And that the, the difference between doing it and don't are making a series of decisions that get you there. And, and I don't, I, I know that sounds very simplistic and not particularly very helpful, but because sometimes those decisions are 30 or 40 decisions deep in a single day, and you might have a span of five years, 10 years or a lifetime to make that success a possibility. It's too, when people say, oh, this is how you get rich. I know exactly how you get rich. And it's by doing the thing that you want to do doing it well enough where people are excited by it and will give you money for it and you will get rich. The difference is you have to make all those decisions to make those things happen. So what, what ends up in, and I think what successful small business owners or even unsuccessful small business owners do is they make a series of decisions that get them closer to where they want to be. And sometimes that's spending time above and beyond what you would normally put in for a work day. Sometimes it's blowing the afternoon off because you just can't take it anymore and going to watch Deadpool 2 because that's the thing that you need to do today just because sometimes your own mental health is important. 
And so it's, it's often you look at these, you look at the decision. It's, it's very hard to quantify what decisions you should make at any time. So when you say the guy comes in and they say, okay, how many, how many pull-ups do you think you can do? And you're like 10 and he's like, great, let's do a hundred. And you're like, well, I can't do that. The truth of the matter is whether you can or can't do that. The question that you asked would be, how do I know whether I should be doing that? Is that the time that I should be, is this task important to me? And that is literally the definition of being successful is is being smart enough, being lucky enough to figure out if the thing you're doing relates to your goal in a positive way, if it moves the needle and that's not, it's not, it's very hard to teach that other than the fact that if you know something is good and you and you think it's the right way to go you're probably right and then you you have to actually work towards that thing and that's it's it's very hard to it's very hard to put into context but it's it is literally a decision a series of decisions that get you from point a to point b and you ha- you have to feel you have to know based on all your research and feelings and gut reactions that this is the best way to do it well i think it's more hmm. we're talking about a lot of things we're talking about being successful we're talking about how managing time to to reach those goals and you know um, i think more importantly we should probably start by defining what is successful or what is um that value what is that value thing uh that we want you know to make those decisions to get to where you can spend more time doing that thing or in 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 other in retrospect you know uh what how do you take the time or how, how do you make the decisions that get you more time for bumping the needle and now you successful successful doesn't mean a bunch of money in a big house and a fat car and uh you know a trophy wife to, not not to me and it may to you and that's fine that's that's your thing um but you have to decide what 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 is successful for you um and if that's more time to do the things you want to do like reading books or playing golf or goofing off then how how do you adjust your lifestyle or make those decisions so you can adjust your lifestyle to get that time to do the, the things that do bump your needle. Um, so, you, you know, I see a lot of un, very unhappy people who have big houses and two cars and, you know, 2.1 children um, who they value those things so much. They value those things or they, they think they value those things so much. They're trading all of their time um, and <laughs> their sanity to, to, to accumulate these things now if that's what you value and that's your thing fine and you know some people like fast cars and great big trucks that's your thing um so i think first of all you start by knowing yourself what's going to bump your needle know yourself what what's important to you is it your family is it's having more time to do the things you want um and start making decisions based upon those things and about how you you know how you manage your finances, how you manage your lifestyle, how you, um, you know, do those things. And I think that's probably one of the things that hits at home the most about time is if you are doing a lot of spending a lot of time doing things you don't want to do or are miserable at, um, I think it's time to reevaluate. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know that, I don't know that it's as, it's as a, 
it's as difficult as it sounds. <laughs> this whole bumping the needle by by you know valuing the time that you have and what you do with those things. Um, I think it's more about just knowing yourself and trying to figure out how you can spend more time um, enjoying the li- the very short life that we're given. Hey, I, I remember what my grandmother used to say. She used to tell me, hey, Mike, if you can find a rest stop, you can do a podcast. And uh, <laughs> she was wise. <laughs> wise beyond her you years. Know, and take a shit while you're there because, you know. I'm reason. not sure anything I just said made a lick of sense, but I know what I was thinking in my head. No, I, I mean, it, it, it actually, I mean, it translated sure. pretty well, but, it, you know, I mean, it, it's a... Um, Again, I mean, the thing for me is that it's not necessarily just about moving the needle. Um, I mean, but it's like, go back, uh, our buddy Ryan uh, Ridgely of the Barn Rat Studios there, who's going to hire me to take his pallets apart. Um, Is that an Indiana? I would hope so. But uh, he he got online one day and said, hey, you know, guys, I I just want to let you know, I got to cut back on the Facebook time because, you know, I have to spend time doing these things. Right. And then, I mean, two days later, he was posting every five minutes again anyway, but, um, but like just that, that kind of thing, I see you, Ryan, you're, you're on there right now, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Um, but I mean, that type of thing is, you know, kind of evaluating how you, how you spend your time because you're literally spending it. I mean, that time, you know, once you've done something, that time's gone, you're never getting it back. Um, you know, it's not like a 401k where you, you know, <laughs> you invest and sometimes you get money back. You can't get the time back. I mean, you could spend that time on something that's beneficial to you long-term, but yeah, that time's gone. Right. Um, so it, it's once I just want to be able to, to, when people come to me with things and, and when I make decisions to, you know, spend the time I have here, I want to make sure that it, it, it has an impact on something that matters to me. Um, and it doesn't have to be a profound impact, you know, like, oh, I was going to, you know, I, I was going to sit here and watch the new Voltron on Netflix, but I was, you know, instead I should go cure cancer. Oh, oh, right, yeah. I um, looked at that hard too. Um, I watched the first four episodes the other day and I was like, Oh God, this was a lot cooler as a kid. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's just the thing is, you know, it, does it move the needle? You know, is it, I mean, that's a good idea and a good way to look at things, but is it, is it something I want to invest my time in, you know? And, and if you have, like, as Joel says, if you have goals, right, if you have things that you want to focus on and you want, if there's outcomes you want in your life, you know, does spending my time get me closer to those things? And, and you know, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't think a lot of people define that. And, you know, myself, I mean, you know, I, I know that I don't, you know, for, for, for long swaths of, you know, my life is just, I'm just kind of existing and going through and doing the best I can. Um you know, and, and, and like I said, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not an old man by any stretch. I mean, I don't feel like one anyway, but, you know, as I spend time on things and I, it's starting to become very clear that I just have less and less time. I mean, it's, um, I don't have any cancer or anything weird. I'm not, you know, I don't vape like some people do. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I won't be beat up in a hate crime, but uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as the, uh, you know, the amount of time I spend on the you know, the earth, I, what am I trading that for, and, and how do I focus that? And and that whole, like I said, that whole conversation I just thought was very interesting. It was very, um, it, it made me feel very introspective. It was just like, okay, you know, I, I get here early, I leave here late, I do this on the weekend. I just I have these patterns, and how do I kind of 
do they serve me, you know, and, and, and if I make changes to them, do they serve me better? And, and, you know, just started kind of looking at things like that. And you'd be amazed how much, how much energy you find that you expend needlessly. Um, how much extra time, you know, people are always talking about, Oh God, if I only have more time, look at your life. You have a shit ton of time. You really do. You just, um, you haven't quantified it and, and taken inventory of it. Most of the, you know, and, and there's a lot of guys that they're work themselves to death, but, um, most people, I mean, if I were to follow you around, I'm sure I could find, you know, some time in your day where you could do, you could make time for things that matter to you. And, and I've really kind of started taking inventory on that here since I heard that, you know, I'm not sure if that'll have any impact on anybody listening, but hopefully it does. So maybe but, they uh, too can find an hour out of their life. Maybe, maybe they can find a rest stop and a podcast. That's right. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think the important thing to, to understand is if, if you, if you want to sit down and look at your time, I hope that it's, you can quantify it because that's that would be a very good way to find a time to do the things that you'd like to do besides whatever else that you're trying to take it from. Um, that's It's very good. And it's great to have those goals to wherever your needle is on, on whatever heartbeat that you're trying to do. Um, it's, it's good to have those goals. The problem is unless you're some crazy freak, like those people that we often admire, um, my goals are simple. My goals is to make just enough money to one day retire, not in splendor, just retire and (laughs) just not work anymore, (laughs) just not work anymore. And to enjoy my life um, where I, I don't have to work 70, 80 hours a week, every week. I don't have many goals. I, I, I want to have a good marriage. I want to have fun at what I'm doing. My, I have very simple goals, but they're not always the same and they often compete for my time. So Chernobyl is waiting, Joel. And one day I will, I will wander the, the great radioactive fields of <laughs> Perpat and Kiev Oh, <laughs> sweet radiation, boys! Sweet, sweet well, radiation. Uh, I'm sure that uh, I'm. I'm sure we. You know, we've been doing this for an hour, and I actually have to edit this and get it up here tonight because you know we always wait till the last minute to do everything because time. But um, <laughs> so, uh, anything you guys wanted to point out, talk about real quick before we wrap up the uh, the end of this whole shenanigan show. I hope Izzy has a fantastic, uh, uneventful drive, and that what? you you, you know, break. People harass me about the fact that I drive everywhere, but this is like my driving is literally my relaxing time. I listen to music I like. I listen to our podcast over and over again. It's great. Oh my god! Mm. Are you some sort oh. of glutton for punishment? Well, anyway, guys, listen, folks, if you've listened to this, hopefully, um, uh, I mean, at least in Izzy's mind, I hope we re- we return some mojo back to the world because God knows we've taken quite a bit of it out of it. So, uh, but um, right, for all those that are falling asleep, wake up. Mm, it's too much. But uh, <laughs> <Nap> time's <anyway>. over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, um, yeah, hey, 
as always, you know, if you got questions, comments, things you want to do, uh, send us your stuff. We're at maybe podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is the most active. We respond back to messages pretty quickly. Um, if you send us a message, we always respond. If you have comments, um, you know, send them into us. We love going over that stuff and we will make fun of you, but then reply. So, uh, but that's pretty much it. Um, we are also on the web at maybe I've said too much.com. You can hear the shows up there when I remember to upload them. Sorry. And, uh, that's pretty much it. But, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, didn't mean to cut you guys off if you wanted to keep rambling, but I'm pretty sure that Izzy's got a truck or he's got to go do weird things too. And, uh, I got to put the show he's, up. <laughs> he's got to pay for gas. Yeah. I need a dollar 17 worth of fuel to get this Prius cross country. You're, you're lucky there, Mr. Trucker. <laughs> so you ever bounced a bear on your knee? Mm. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us. Yes. And uh, hey, uh, by the way, I'm pretty sure this didn't move the needle for anybody. (laughs) This this might be the most hypocritical hour ever spent. (laughs) Hopefully you're doing other things while we're speaking. But uh, I like I like I think they should start a whole new category. Like, you know, there's the whole self section like like this should be the no help section. No help section. We have unhelped you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. And uh, hit us up. Give us your questions and comments, please. We love hearing from you. And uh, thank you very much to all who have listened. And until uh, the next episode, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, y'all.